Um, so I kind of fell off the face of the earth and oops I mean it wasn't the intention so I'm filming this in what like December and filming <laughs> recording um and it has just been the craziest month and I feel like everything has just changed and you know sometimes in life you know one thing at a time changes like you might move house or you might get a new car or one of you might get a new job you know those kinds of things happen and then you have this period of like getting used to the change or this transition into what does your life look like now has it changed all that kind of stuff and then there are also times where everything happens at once well this has been one of those times um where there's been lots of changes to not even in the business but just like in life in general that have meant that um i've been busier and i've had more commitments and i've just been at home less i've had less free time um which was planned because and I've kind of talked about this, I took on some extra work, um, some marketing work, and also I am doing my master's, which started about a month ago, um, which is technically a full-time commitment in itself. Um, like it requires 45-ish hours a week just for my master's. So bearing in mind, I'm also doing um, some freelance work and I'm also running the business, which is another full-time commitment. Like it's just, it's a lot of hours and all of these things are temporary. Um, aside from the business, obviously, which is a, I was gonna say a forever thing, but who knows. Um, and so I was kind of like, right, well, I can see that this project ends on this date. And I can see that my master's only goes on for X amount of months. And so I was kind of like, I'm going into a busy phase, but that's okay. Because, you know, life just is in seasons, right? And I was fairly confident that the business would be fine running alongside that because you might remember that a couple of months ago I said that I was switching the business into a more simple model so that it was able to run in two days only and so because I had got it to the point that it runs in two days a week I then have all this other time during the week in order to do these other projects and so that was fine I knew it was going to be a bit of a chaotic time and I knew there was going to be a period of like oh my goodness what have I done because multiple new things were starting at the same time so it was going to be like a a big change from one day to the next um but i was confident that it would be fine but then other stuff started happening that wasn't planned and i was like oh my gosh like how do i fit this in too like for example um we got an inkling i guess that the house that we live in was being sold and so we were like oh my gosh like if we need to move they only have to give us, you know, 30 days notice, it's Christmas, oh my gosh, like, what are we going to do, there's so few houses around here that, like, they are impossible to find, so we need to make a move, like, we don't want to be left, I don't know, like, it, it's different, isn't it, making a move because you chose to, and making a move because you're being forced to, and so then I was like, right, well, now we need to go through some houses, put applications in, um, like, be in this period of like, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, and then the thought of having to pack everything up and hire a van and do the move and it's Christmas and we're going to visit family across the country. And so we're not even here for a lot of the next month or so. And so it was just like, like, oh my gosh, like, okay, I can fit in all my projects. However, now we've got these other things piling on top. It feels like I am stretched thin. I am like Elastigirl from The Incredibles right now. Like I am surviving day to day. And I don't want this to sound really uh, negative because 
you know, I've said some stuff on Instagram about the fact that, you know, I'm really busy at the moment. That's why I haven't been so present on Instagram because ultimately my business is not just Instagram. I, just because I'm quiet online on socials doesn't mean that my business isn't running. Like I'm still having my client calls, talking to my clients on Voxer every day. Um, I'm still sending emails out. It's just that Instagram specifically wasn't a priority. Um, but I, I put some content up just explaining where I'd been and what I'd been working on and what I'd been busy with. And I did get quite a few messages from people who were concerned and saying, you know, make sure you look after yourself and all that kind of stuff, which I appreciate. Um, but I do just want to say I'm okay. Like I'm all good. Um, I definitely have moments where I'm like, what on earth am I doing? Like, why did I think this is a good idea? Um, but I am in, I'm in good spirits. I'm all good, you guys. It's just that time isn't as available as it usually is or as it was, you know, two months ago. So that's why I have been quieter. Um, but yeah, I'm all good. It's just lots of change and stuff all at once and lots of, yeah, just stuff that takes up time and energy. And so, yeah, also I have been ill. I was ill for like a good month. Um, I don't know what it was, but it just would not go. Like I couldn't shift it. I was really unwell. The worst I've felt in a long time. Um, so that kind of knocked me out as well. My intention was to continue my content in the way that I had been and still be very present online and just be like a month ahead at all times. Um, but because I was so unwell, that just stopped. <laughs> and so um, I managed to kind of just fall behind on content. And I think I just had to remind myself that like not posting on Instagram is not the end of the world. Obviously, marketing is important. And if you just stop doing your marketing, at some point your current clients are going to come to the end of their contracts and you're going to think oh no like I haven't been marketing I don't have any new clients coming in so marketing is important and I don't think you should just stop it or put it down and ideally every business owner especially if it's just you and your business you would have um like a plan in place like whether that's that you work a month or two ahead whether that's that you have a team member you have something in place so that when life gets crazy you don't have to stop your marketing because you have a plan for that. Um, and I did have a plan, but I didn't factor in also getting ill and all the other things happening. And it just was one of those things. So I have had just, it's one of the balls I've put down basically Instagram. Um, and I'm okay with that. It's whatever. It's fine. I will be at some point in the near future back on Instagram, probably posting every day and loving it and really in the zone because everything else in life is beginning to settle down I would say and I feel like in the new year things will have calmed down and I'll be like oh why was I so busy you know um but right now it's just like oh 100 miles an hour doing all the things um I can't remember why I started this podcast what was the purpose I don't even know oh that was it um so some of you might know that the masters that I'm doing right now is it's a psychology master's but it's um, positive psychology and coaching psychology. Now, my background is in psychology. I already have a degree and a master's in psychology. Um, fancied getting some more student debt. Um, <laughs> and so here I am, back again. Um, no, I'm joking. Well, I'm half joking. I have, I've paid for it. I've not got debt, but it's been a lot of money. Um, and I have been like at a real crossroads. And I guess this kind of has impacted how often I've shown up as well. Um, I think the two things have played in together, just time and energy, but also this. And the thing is, the reason that I wanted to do psychology and the psychology of coaching was because it's really important to me that 
the work that I do is impactful and makes a difference and isn't just fluffy. And this is not me saying that other coaches are just doing fluffy work. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I just wanted to make sure that what I was doing was as good as it could be and as effective as it could be. And ultimately, the reason I love psychology is because everything is very scientific. So you cannot say, oh, do this exercise. It works really well. You have to have a theory and then you have to test that theory. And there are lots of like ethical rules you have to follow. There are lots of... um research methods to ensure that your data is accurate and isn't biased and all these other things and then even if you did prove oh this thing works like I thought it did it has to be replicated by other people in other you know demographics other ages other areas etc and it needs to still be um it needs to still say what you said originally it needs to back up your research before it would then potentially be recognized as like a legitimate thing so it's very research driven things are um, looked at in depth and understood in depth before they are practiced. And I just, I love that personally. I know a lot of people will be like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. It's not that deep. Um, But for me, if I'm going to work with a person one-to-one and they are going to invest sometimes substantial money with me and we're going to spend a lot of time together and I'm going to impact their life in some way, I want it to be in the best possible way. And I want to make sure that the things that I'm doing, the ways that I'm coaching and mentoring and the ways that we work together and the activities that we do and all that kind of stuff, I want to know that it's legit, you know, that it actually works. Um, Because I think it's quite a scary space being unregulated where anybody can be a coach with, you know, any experience or no experience and can say, oh, you know, this is what works. Everyone should do this exercise when actually there's no significant proof that that exercise works or is good for people and actually there's a lot of stuff taught out there that is bad for people too um and that scares me a little bit well it scares me a lot uh and so I want to make sure that what I'm doing is as effective as possible as safe as possible and ultimately helps my clients in the best possible way which is why I decided to do this master's because um I just wanted to be able to say you know this is the way that I coach and this is why And this is the evidence that backs up why this coaching works. And I have a very deep understanding in, you know, the the brain and subconscious and all the things that contribute to why things work rather than just this works. I don't know why, but do it anyway. And so I feel really good about that. I feel really good about where my coaching is going. I feel really good about the scientific kind of element of what I'm doing and the research backed element. Like all of that feels very, very good for me morally uh, values wise and it just makes sense for me with a psychology background to bring psychology into what I do now it just feels really good for me however the thing that I have struggled with is how to take what I'm learning and what I deeply believe in and make it attractive to the average person because if we imagine me going online and saying hey guys I coach in this way blah 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 science versus somebody else who goes online with, you know, incredible branding, amazing photo shoots, professional um, website, all of the things and says, you know, work with me as a coach and I will change your life in three days or I will get you to a million in a year and promise these results that in the psychology of coaching world, we don't promise because we don't believe that's ethical. I am like, how do I look as attractive? Well, not me personally, but 
How does my offer look as attractive as this other offer that is promising things, even though I don't believe in that method, I understand that as a, a person who is potentially looking for a coach, you're gonna lean towards the person who sounds the most exciting, that sounds the most impactful, even if that impact is not necessarily guaranteed or backed up by evidence and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so it's been a real battle for me to figure out how do I communicate what I really believe in, what I'm learning, what I think is the way forward in the coaching space in a way that isn't just full of science and, and buzzwords and research and stuff that feel exciting to me, because I know that the average person doesn't necessarily give a crap about who did what research and when, and how many participants took part in the study and all those kinds of things. Um, and so it's been a real learning curve for me in terms of messaging, um, because I was trying to explain to my boyfriend what I was learning and he was like, this is just gonna go over people's heads, not because people are not intelligent enough to get it. I don't believe that at all. I think everyone listening to this right now is more than intelligent enough to understand why psychology is important, but more that it's not gonna grab attention, you know? And as much as the psychology space doesn't believe in icky marketing and pain point marketing and all that kind of stuff, in a world where everybody else, it feels like, is doing that, it, it can sometimes feel a bit like, how do I get across how good this is without doing what they're doing because I don't believe in what they're doing. <laughs> Does that make sense? Um, so yeah, it's been a it's been a real crazy time of like, obviously the chaos of being busy and the unexpected stuff that's come up and dealing with that and just being very sort of like, having very little capacity for anything that I haven't kind of scheduled in. Um, plus the fact that I'm really loving what I'm doing and I really believe in it. And I really believe it's the future of the coaching space, but battling in my head with what currently exists and what people currently find attractive. Um, and I don't have the answers. This is not a podcast where I say, and then I figured it all out and I tell you how. This is just a insight into my brain at the moment and what's going on and where I'm at. And um, I guess just like the reality of being a CEO, right? Because you can have an offer that you think this is gonna change the world. This is gonna change people's lives. This is it. And then you can offer it to people and they can say, oh no, I don't want that. I want six figure years. And you might be like, but this will get you there. But this is important. And they'll be like, no, I want this other thing because it's promising me six figure years. And I feel like maybe we've all been in this position where we've had an offer that we've really truly believed in. And it's, you know, the sum of all of our experience and our qualifications and our years in the industry or whatever, to the point where you think, I know that this is good. I know that this is impactful. But trying to communicate that with your audience in a way that makes them see that as well is just a whole other thing. And that's where I've been because I feel like I'm I'm kind of doing that thing where like, you know, my boyfriend's an electrician. He could come home and be really excited about a rewire that he's done on a house telling me all the details, but it kind of goes over my head. Like I get the excitement and I'm excited that he's excited and I can pick up certain bits, but there are gonna be other bits where he might be talking about specific tools or specific methods that I'm like, it's not that I don't care about this, 
but I don't care about it in the same way that you do. And so I'm not gonna feel excitement for those things. I can feel your excitement for them, but I can't feel excitement for them myself. And I guess that's where I'm at with coaching is that I'm really excited about the science and the research methods and all of the new findings and all of this kind of stuff and how the brain works. And I'm trying to find a way to then make that exciting to everyone else too without boring people with information that they don't need or want um so that's my current project that's where i'm working at the moment that's what my focus is on obviously partly kind of getting into a bit of a routine again so that i can be consistent online because i do know that you know it's important um but also just trying to figure out how the hell do i put this incredible offer that i have into words that will show how incredible it is and I don't have the answer to that yet. It's something that I'm still working on and it's a challenge. So I guess I just want to share this because I quite often do podcasts and posts and stuff about like, I figured this thing out or here's a tip or here's a hack or here's a whatever. Um, and I thought maybe it would be helpful to just do a podcast while I'm in the middle of something and be like, you might be in the middle of something too. And that's okay because as CEOs, we always are. There is always a new thing to figure out. There is always a new thing to... Um, to solve a new decision to make all that kind of stuff and it doesn't have to be a bad thing that you haven't got all the answers um i'm definitely not feeling bad about this situation if anything i'm feeling quite excited because it almost feels like a a mystery to solve or like i don't know um i just know that it's going to feel so good when i actually put down on paper what this offer is and i can see that i've done the thing i want to do um so i'm in an exciting stage but it does mean that I'm in a stage where I'm not really showing up in the same way because I don't have the words yet. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at, just in case anyone cared. <laughs> Probably not. Um, but I just wanted to do a bit of a messy podcast and just be like, hey, this is there's no guest here. There's no fancy topic. There's no like, I don't know, three points to take away and implement. This is just a, hey, here's where I'm at. Here's why I've not been online that much here's where my head's at, here's what I'm dealing with, here's what I'm trying to figure out, here's why I'm doing this qualification. And that's that's me. Um, so basically, stay tuned. I'm really hoping that 2024, everything kind of comes together. I feel like I have all these like random projects that are all gonna tie together in 2024 and it's all gonna make sense. But right now I'm definitely in the kind of messy, chaotic bit of like doing coursework again. Oh my gosh, I've got like so many deadlines before Christmas. Um, and now it looks like we're potentially moving the first couple of days in January. So everything is just madness right now. Um, but I'm kind of thriving in the madness. So it's all good. And there will be another time in a few months probably where everything is calm again. I have loads of time and it's just a season. It's a season of madness. And there will be another season of calm that comes after it. Um, and that's it. That's where I've been. <laughs>